There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. When a baby enters the world, everything changes. For you, that is. It can feel like your whole lifestyle has been turned on its head. Your freedom just kind of completely goes out the window. You don't have a lot of time for yourself. There are definitely times where I've doubted what I'm doing is right. The complete and utter change in your life is quite amazing. And that's something you don't really get your head around until it happens. Welcome to Are We There Yet? I'm Katie Gossett and we're back with a new series talking to mothers and fathers about this mad business we've all got ourselves into. And today we go right back to the beginning, back to those first heady days of being a parent. Ahead of most girls at this age are the most rewarding years of their lives. These are the adventurous times of courtship and marriage, making a home with a husband and sharing with him the supreme blessing of a baby. So having a baby is a big deal. It's exciting, obviously, a supreme blessing, like the man says, but that doesn't mean it's easy. Some people really love that young baby stage, and I'm just a different person, and that didn't suit me. The sheer amount of anxiety and the, I don't know, the level of kind of love and affection you immediately feel for this tiny, tiny person is quite overwhelming, really. But in some cases, it can turn into something more serious. We heard about sleep deprivation, we heard about how your relationship changes, but you didn't really actually know what that meant in reality. So when baby arrived, it was all sunshine and rainbows for the first few weeks, and then reality hit, and it all came crumbling down. And that's when you might need to check in with someone else, someone professional. Change in life always increases stress. You know, when we think about what happens physically, emotionally, practically, when we adjust to parenthood, there's probably no bigger change in someone's life. This is Catherine Gallagher, a clinical psychologist and mother, who says we go into parenthood with such high hopes that when the stress of it kicks in, it can take us by surprise. We almost feel like we're letting ourselves down, because shouldn't we be blissfully blissful? (laughs) Shouldn't we be happy? Shouldn't this be going easily? Shouldn't we be that earth mother who's managing all this stuff like everybody else seems to? I think parenting has huge highs, you know. This person is an extension of us. They're beautiful. They're love incarnate. But there's also the potential for huge anxiety. And if you listen to this panel discussion from 40-odd years ago, it seems like a lot of new parents feel much the same way. It was this constant feeling of being responsible that really did surprise me. I didn't quite realise how much a 24-hour job it was going to be. I don't think we'd thought at all deeply about the consequences of having a child. So it's nothing new, but maybe it's our imagination, but it does seem like today's parents have even more on their plates. Whether it's climate change and economic stuff, and where we're hearing all this sort of frightening stories... But I think there is a sense more of 
anxiety about the future than certainly my parents had. With the political climates and the, the threat of thermonuclear war, there's part of me that's terrified for the world because I now see scope of it beyond my lifetime. And when you add these kind of pressures to the demands of a small baby, it can get a bit much. I'm finding that all of the pressures of life just seem to be quite overwhelming. And I actually did come across a list of symptoms for postnatal depression and um, I realised I actually fitted a lot of those symptoms, which gave me a real shock. So for this mother, the realisation came when she found that she was numb and unable to really feel any emotion. I thought to myself, how awful would it be if my daughter reaches a milestone like starts to roll over? And I just think to myself, wow, whoopee. I couldn't stand the thought of that. And that's when I decided I should probably talk to a doctor. But she also thinks we should all be talking about it a lot more. A lot of people don't feel comfortable, basically, because there's a perception that you're failing, that you feel like you don't love your baby enough, that you don't feel yourself, so you sort of bottle things up and you don't express them to other people because maybe you don't want to put your emotional burden onto them. But I think it's so, so important that it it is talked about. And it's worth getting onto these things because the pressure can start to kick in really quickly. Sleep deprivation, feelings of loss of control. So Catherine Gallagher again, our clinical psychologist. There's also a huge sense of responsibility. You know, you need to keep this little human being alive. And that starts in utero. What do we drink? What do we eat? All of those kinds of things, which are great information, but there's a lot of messages around how you're supposed to do this right. And that's just the problem. We all want to get it right. There just seems to be a whole world of advice out there. The expectation that you parent correctly whatever that is now, you know, do you do attachment parenting? You know, what are you feeding your kids? Should it be gluten-free? Should they be doing two languages? It's like you've walked into a a sports stadium full of people ready to just give you advice. And Catherine Gallagher says what can make this harder is that these are our kids. So how they behave reflects on us. That's great if they look cute and they sleep. But if they're the biter or the puker... You don't tend to want to shout that from the rooftops unless you're pulling your hair out at the time. So I think that that idea that they're an extension of you, when things aren't going so well, this is personal. And when you're tired, the people who are meant to be supportive don't always seem that way. Those odd comments, things that might have been water off a duck's back prior to being a mum, you suddenly go, what? What do they mean by that? Because you're tired, you know, your baby's not sleeping and they say, oh, well, in my day, well, this works for my baby. And you're thinking, well, I've tried that. How come it's not working for my baby? So we end up kind of, I suppose, twisting ourselves in knots. And even if the judgment is perceived as opposed to real, it feels real. And I think that the challenge is to surround yourself with mums who are real. And you can share some of this stuff with, because as soon as you start being a bit open about this, sometimes the floodgates can open and people can feel like they've got permission to share the underbelly and and the harder stuff. I think the biggest thing to remember is that this stuff is normal. Now these kind of feelings generally get squared away into a nice little alliterative term, the baby blues. And Catherine Gallagher says that's great because it gives people permission to feel this way. But there can be a downside. People can be walking around with really significant postnatal depression or anxiety and everyone kind of thinks, oh, it's just the baby blues, she'll get over it. So it's about how do we, I suppose, check in with ourselves and work out, actually, if it's been 
a couple of months and in actual fact even when I do have a chance to sleep I'm not sleeping or if I am just having no energy um, and it's not just sleep related if I am finding it hard to concentrate or if I'm just having a really hard time experiencing joy in my baby you know maybe it is worthy of, of talking to your GP because this is actually a real thing postnatal depression it's a thing you know it's not your fault so the biggest thing is to take it seriously. And for some of us, that might mean changing the habit of a lifetime and actually prioritising ourselves. Now, I make this next comment not from um, trying to make that big guilt stick any bigger <laughs> that parents beat themselves up with, but babies can tell a smile that's not based from happiness. They can tell when actually mum underneath that smile, you know, is, is stressed, is not present, is just barely holding it together. Now don't panic, you know, you're not doing harm to your baby. But if that's how you feel most of the time, then no matter how you plaster that smile on and talk to your child and engage with your child, they get the fact that the smile's not equaling happiness. And actually that can start to have an impact on on children. And if that kind of pattern has developed over time, then that's something to keep an eye on. If you're tired, if you're grumpy, if you have a go at your kids, you're normal. Yeah, that, that's completely fine, and we all fake it sometimes and eventually make it. But if you're always faking it, if you're always just having to just really struggle through the day, that starts to have an impact. If In fact, if I do get called up by a girlfriend to go for a walk and I go, oh, no, not today. If that's the pattern that's starting to get established, or if I'm up at 2 o'clock in the morning cleaning the grout in the shower, because in actual fact cleaning an obsessive kind of way has been one way I can feel like I can exert some control you know that's the kind of stuff that might make you think hey how am I doing here oh dear I thought his shirt was white until I saw the headmaster's personal white shirt embarrassing isn't it to suddenly find that the things you thought were white aren't nearly as white as they should be don't take chances change to faster foaming personal now we tend to be really critical of ourselves. So part of this journey towards wellness is, is about going, you know, actually I am in a bit of a rough space. So I need to be compassionate with myself. I need to, um, you know, not beat myself up if I'm not always firing on all cylinders. And that can involve doing something a lot of us find difficult, asking for help. And that includes fathers, because they're affected by this too. The responsibility they might feel in terms of their role as a father and the change in lifestyle, the change in adult relationship that, that having a child turning up can, can create. So yeah, it's not that, that this is all about mums. And whether we're mothers or fathers, here's something we can take heart from. Fundamentally, our kids actually don't expect us to be perfect, we do. So if we're doing our best, if we're giving lots of cuddles, if we're meeting those children's basic needs, our kids are going to be okay. But they need us to be in the best shape we can be in. And often we're the only ones who actually have the power and control to go, I can do something about this. And that's us for today. This podcast was produced and presented by me, Katie Gossett, with musical mastery by Adam McCauley. Tim Watkin is our executive producer, and our lovely historic audio comes courtesy of Ngā Taonga Sound and Vision and Archives New Zealand. And speaking of that, RNZ has heaps of other great podcasts. And if you like a bit of history, check out Black Sheep, an opportunity to hear some of the darker tales from our country's past. And if you enjoyed this podcast and you've got a moment, rate us on iTunes or tell someone else about the show. 
And finally, don't forget to catch our next episode where I'll look at healthy eating for young people and eating disorders. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Mm. 